Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. some ways it's it's the coming of of a new year sean uh i believe you just started classes again correct i did uh we are yeah. we are moving i believe to a a new day to accommodate my class schedule uh it is the second day of classes for me uh, mm-hmm. and yeah so you know new year and it's a time when a lot of people decide that they're gonna reinvent and and become a new them uh, and, yeah, and one of us is doing that. Yes, it's it's not it's not me. <laughs> well, shit, it isn't me. Oh, it's Max. Is that me? I don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So well, why don't least... you why don't you tell us why don't you tell us about how you're making you know how you're making you a new you? Well, I don't I don't want to say that. Um... Would you would like to say instead that you're making yourself a gift to the world? I'm trying to yeah. make myself a gift to the world, exactly. <clears throat> um, well, I'm yeah, glad that no. you figured out after, you know, what, 26 years, 27 years, that, that you hadn't been up to this point, <laughs> um, contrary to what your mother probably told oh you. Oh, my God. So I, um, other than uh, a New Year's resolution to eat out less, which is not really related, but that's that's a good thing that I'm doing, I think, <laughs> cooking more. Um, I also... Uh, as with every single person ever, for some reason decided like, oh, January 1st, time to work out more, um, as if that's a thing. Uh, but I got a free trial to a, I don't know what you, a, a, a luxury health club, perhaps? Uh, I mean, I think you can just say that you were one of all those bad bitches up at Equinox. Oh, is that no? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> That is a, a music lyric of, of an artist I personally don't listen to anymore. But uh, yeah, that's so. Max, you are now a member of the e- of Equinox. I am. Which, not, I yeah. am not a member. I will clarify. No, he's a got, he's a I, trial. I a, he's a trial peon. Come on, you my know trial that. has expired. <laughs> How long was it? Just a was it just it was a week? Three days. Three. Wow. Now, now we should. I, I think we should start at the top. I think people usually like information. Max is going to give it though. Well, I will say to be fair, those three days are valued at approximately twenty dollars US. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I think that equates to, and I am the third most uh, knowledgeable math person on this podcast. But I believe that comes out to about two hundred dollars a month to be an Equinox full non-trial member. Is that is that correct? Well, um, in Boston, it's I believe one ninety five for one location, or two twenty five a month if you want to go to multiple locations. Wow. Uh, and you also have to pay an initiation fee. Um, I didn't get to the point where I found out whether or not that was an annual fee, but I believe it is. <laughs> no, 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 and that's three hundred dollars. An initiation fee would be a one time deal. 
just yeah. by its just sort of there may also the be an annual described. i'm not sure that that assumes that that words matter anymore and i you know all right fair never ex- yeah we're initiating <laughs> the new year sean yeah oh with all God. because do you want to be a gift to, to the world or not yeah so not so the gift of the world thing bucks a month no uh, the gift of the world being a gift to the world tagline, um, you know, you, you called it a luxury health club. Um, so so Equinox, as I understand it, is uh, the Eden to the rest of our, you know, that where things go sour in, in Genesis. That That's the gyms we all go to, us people. Um, but you went to the make yourself a gift to the world. Well, that's they, they really did a nice job with that. So I imagine that that this place is beautiful um, and everything. The towels are really nice. Maybe they're warm. Maybe they're cold. Maybe they're damp. You know, depending on what you need. They have nice showers and saunas. Um, you know, Can we steam rooms. Is what was that? that is what this? was that word? So uh, okay, we we can link to the 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 stuff you should know podcast. It is yeah. We're not going to. We're definitely not going to do that. We are not going to. Okay. We're not going to indulge your pronunciation things. A, a dry heat room and also a steam room. Okay, uh, is this is it really as beautiful as as I imagine? So Eden esque? No. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm glad we cue this. Cue and music. Yeah. Cue and music. Uh, so so did you have certain expectations and were they maybe not met? Sure. So I um I should explain here in Boston, and I I don't know that every city has these options. I would assume. Smaller cities don't, but other pretty big cities probably have these kind of options. There's sort of maybe three to four options for gyms. Mm-hmm. There's tier one, which is the Planet Fitness. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one location downtown. It's $10 a month. And I actually haven't been, but it's, you know, a $10 a month gym. It has your mm-hmm. weights, but I've heard that it doesn't smell the best and whatnot. There's kind of a tier two, which is the Boston Sports Club. And I am a member of the the, the club, the Boston Sports Club. They have locations all around Boston, uh, and they have pretty much everything you'd want. Um, you have access to the, to the gyms, which have, you know, cardio and, and weightlifting material. You have access to uh, unlimited free classes. There's yoga, there's boxing, there's all these things. And you have access to saunas and steam rooms. And pools in the locations that have saunas and steam rooms and pools. I can't. I can't do it. There's there's saunas and steam. I I know it, it disrupted um, my life too. But continue to tier three. Uh, and that's tier two. And that's um around let's say seventy a month. But there it's varying. Mm-hmm. Tier three, and then there's kind of tier three slash four, and that gets into your Equinox level gyms, which we already went through the pricing of. But that's similar to to Boston Sports Clubs, or it's essentially a full offering of fitness equipment and classes and all this and then there's also like these specialty gyms um they just opened uh, a gym you know there's already cycling gyms and boxing gyms but now there's a, a new rowing gym that's just a gym full of rowing machines and i assume that's 200 dollars a month to join um and things like that and like specialty yoga classes but we're not really talking about those we're just talking about the the gyms the places that kind of try to offer it all so I actually I don't I really don't want us to not talk about those places at all because I I think that I think that you know those places the uh, fitness studio to use the parlance of the time is is every bit as kind of t- 
telling a development as the Equinox <coughs> gym. Because as you described yeah. Equinox in terms of like what the fitness equipment they have is, it's not different. The Tier 3 gym is really not different from the Tier 2 gym necessarily. They just make it a luxury experience. Yeah, that is a good point. And a lot of that luxury comes from those specialty classes and whatnot. I did sure. get to experience the Equinox Yoga Studio, uh, and it's pretty wonderful. I mean, it's you're talking about like a, a very large, very zen-like room with like a three- or four-story giant glass wall with rainbow lights that looks over the theater district in Boston, so you get to kind of look look down on all the people shopping while you do your yoga. Um, it was really That was really nice, yeah. They had a separate yeah. floor dedicated to just yoga with like four studios in the gym. So I, I could see why if you're interested in those specialty things, but um, I didn't see any rowing classes. Maybe they have those somewhere. So, and I think to Sean's point and, and really this tier three slash tier four that you've, you've pointed out, Max, um, I do want to bring in those, those fitness studios, the places that uh, are doing boxing and oh, I'm, or, you know, they've got the boxing classes. You have the Orange Theory, mm-hmm. the HIT workouts, mm-hmm. uh, th- things like that, um, you know, bar and <clears throat> all these types of things. Uh, I was reading an article from WTOP, which I sent to both of you today, about uh, Arlington County specifically and as HQ2 for Amazon comes into Crystal City. This is a very expensive area in the Boston area specifically. It's a little inside baseball, but where a lot of 47.7% of the population is between 25 and 44 years old. And these are proximity to D.C. on the metro line. Uh, these are young people who have white-collar jobs, and being fit and healthy is, is very much in vogue right now. Uh, and and so there is a status involved with going to these, you know, tier three and tier four gyms. You know, you mentioned, Max, oh, you know, the Planet Fitness has everything you need maybe, but it doesn't smell great. People working out don't smell great. You know, spread love, but also you spread body odor when yeah. you're working out. Yeah. And that's well, fine. But these places are promoting, you know, if it's if it's bar, if it's the hit, if it's uh, Equinox, it's like no, we we don't smell here because it is we pay more and we get all this stuff and it's not a gym, it's a lifestyle. So there's a lifestyle that is being pushed here. Yeah, I think there are functional like there's differences in offerings. I can't speak actually to what Planet Planet Fitness offers. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think they have all the all the classes. No, and they, they don't. The As steam a, and rooms and and the saunas. So I, that's why I want to say like BSC really like I go to BSC. They have pretty much everything Equinox has. Oh, for sure. As as a as a former Planet Fitness member when I was living in mm-hmm. Charlottesville, like it's very, you know, I would say that for someone who wants to, you know, who knows a little bit about like what to do at a gym and like knows kind of like what machines work different weight groups and and you know how to operate a treadmill like they have enough stuff for you to get a perfectly good workout they don't have like free weights really um at least not like true barbells they have those machines where the bar is kind of hooked into an apparatus so you can't really like drop the bar or anything but they definitely don't have the kind of like the amenities um mm-hmm. and, and the the class selection is very limited. There's like some kind of circuit training sort of stuff. Uh, but Pierce, what you said about, you know, style, like I can't, 
as we've been talking about this, I can't stop thinking about G. Tolentino's book, Trick Mirror, and particularly the essay called Always Be Optimizing. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not even just these high-end gyms and fitness studios that are becoming, you know, in vogue and trendy. It's the clothing. It's it's athleisure in general, but even as that's evolved, it's become the luxury athleisure. It's become Lululemon and Outdoor Voices. And all of these things are signifiers to the world, you know, look how invested I am in me. Well, and it's, it's what we so, talked about a while back. We talked about how this idea of self care and how self care is really becoming like a responsibility and like a second or third job for everyone. Yeah. And, and I think that this, you mentioned outdoor voices. I think that's really important. And, and I know it might be the same thing, but she did a uh, New Yorker, piece some time ago about outdoor voices and the cult of mm-hmm. it and people who who go to maybe you do the kickboxing class or maybe you do orange theory or maybe you're going to equinox or there are a couple others that are similar to that boutique gyms i yes. think boutique fitness experiences um and even the clothing and i think that in some ways yoga is the the beginning of this because yoga at its core is is really a lifestyle and there's a philosophy to it and there's spirituality to it what what this is all doing is it's bringing a philosophy to to the way you spend your leisure time but in a way that you see as productive and philosophies can be productive and empowering so i think the jump between bsc or or washington sports club whichever one you go to gold's gym planet fitness is that jump into being here you subscribe to our philosophy and that's not to say it's something oppressive but there is that addition, and so there's something for people to believe in at exactly. the Exactly. They've co-opted the spirituality of yoga and, and that aspect of it being a lifestyle, but they've just grafted rampant consumerism onto it. And speaking yeah. of that consumerism, you were talking about like the, the clothing and all that. I will say, when you walk into a Planet Fitness or either of the any of the BSCs that I've been to, you sign in, and then right there, you're kind of on that kind of floor where there's some cardio machines, and there's a, there's mats, and there's workout machines. When you walk into Equinox, <laughs> there is uh, the signing counter, and then there's a store filled with Equinox athletic gear. And on the other oh, side, sure. there's a little restaurant with smoothies and things, and then there's a whole bunch of like leather couches and chairs and seating areas. <laughs> it's totally different from any – you, well, you wouldn't even know it was and, a gym if you walked in. We we have somehow made it, you know, fifteen minutes into this, and we have not mentioned Soul Cycle. Uh, there is a you know word about town, whatever it is, the beginning of New Yorker pieces. We've mentioned the New Yorker a couple times. I'm sorry, okay, we're talking about this type of stuff. We. that's going to happen. We. I'm talking. I mean, you brought up Gia Tolentino uh, from UVA, but uh, anyways, it, when you become a, a an instructor at uh, Soul Cycle. There was a little piece on that, and you, you try out, but they're they're not like certified, you know, dietitians or anything. They just go and they have to really have a an aura about them, a a really a philosophy, something that gets people involved and buys into it. And they obviously have a store too. I mean, Max, did you you know with the store and everything else, did you feel that as you walked in that this is an experience where 
I am subscribing to not this gym, not only this gym equipment, but also this way of thinking about how I approach the gym equipment. I think a little bit, yeah. I mean, it is a little addictive um, in that sense. I mean, I, I looked at the store. I didn't, I didn't buy anything, but it was certainly interesting to have it all there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I fully bought in, but I think to your point, like if you, you know, it's the, it's the new year. A lot of people, like I said, have these resolutions. I want to be more fit. And it's almost like surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, right? So, so it's funny you mentioned that because speaking of buy-in and group mentality and, and things we haven't talked about 15 minutes into the podcast, like we're ignoring a whole other end of this spectrum, you know, which is the folks that pay some amount of money that I am not really sure of uh, to get together and be, you know, encouraged to lift weights with improper form really fast in a bombed out mm. fucking warehouse, which is to say mm. CrossFit. Mm hmm. So like it's the first sign of gentrification right after the Whole Foods. Is, is we, the, we bought the old school, the so they can't educate right, themselves here right, anymore. The abandoned warehouse district starts becoming a sequence of you know CrossFit gyms. Or I, I, I actually, you know what? I, re, I always refuse to call them CrossFit gyms. I choose to refer to them as what they are, which is like CrossFit dungeons, hospitals, CrossFit lairs. <laughs> uh, you know, really, you could probably call them CrossFit covens. Um, but you know, they, they have really, really captured the, you know, we're all in this together mentality of the whole thing. Uh, and you know, I, I don't know if, I don't know if doing it in an, an empty, you know, what used to be like an airplane hangar helps with that. Um, but like that, that is certainly another approach to strip away, you know, to very ostentatiously strip away the trappings of the equinox, you know, yeah. ostentatious <clears throat> asceticism in a way. God, I sound yeah. like such an asshole. I'm so sorry. Well, so also, I, I do want to check myself here, and I have these expectations of it. But, Max, you said that you had some expectations about equinox, and maybe they didn't meet those expectations i mean what i think maybe it's important that it was the first you know first couple weeks of the month so maybe they had something to do with it but what did you see that was maybe not to your liking though also give them some credit i'm sure there were some good things there yeah and i mean that's that's the thing is like i don't know what my necessarily expectations were but i don't know what they possibly could have had that would have convinced me to spend what three times as much money a month yeah. for a gym experience when I already feel like I'm spending a good amount of money or a lot of money for it. Um, mm. I, I mean, it's a very clean, nice place. They have a lot of um, fitness equipment. I did notice it was pretty busy. A lot of the cardio equipment was pretty popular. Um, they had a pool, but it you know, it was small. Um, it does feel just kind of like the, like the lighting is better. Um, when I went to the main location the first time they were doing like free massages and cups of rosé in the hallway. So I did get a cup of rosé, uh, and they have these, they have, yes, um, because what says fitness like wine? Yeah. And they have refrigerators <laughs> filled with, um, chilled eucalyptus 
uh, oil towels. So you grab one of those, and then oh, you go well, in the okay, steam room, yeah. and it's it's very relaxing. You know, you wow. lie back in the steam room with that on your face, and it, it's very nice. Um, and the sauna is nice. The locker rooms are, are nice. The men's locker room has, uh, like, a little couch area with some couches and ESPN on the TV, and they have all these areas that are really good for getting ready. They have combs that you can use and uh, razors and deodorant and... Listerine and, and all these kind of little amenities that do make it probably a nicer place to um to get yourself cleaned up and that is the one kind of selling point that I, I don't want to mention any names here but I, I know a number of people that go to this gym and their main selling point that they always argue is it's a lot they go in the morning and they said it's a, it's a lot nicer experience kind of getting ready after you work out kind of showering and, and getting ready for work in that environment and I could totally understand that being a selling point it wasn't worth a ton to me because I don't go in the mornings um, and yeah. I, so I could just go home and, and kind of wash up or whatever there, but it, it's a lot, the, that is a very, um, it's significantly nicer. Their towels are no bigger though. They still have those tiny gym towels that like, you kind of have to hold around your waist or you're worried you're just going to be <laughs> one of those 80 year old guys walking around. It's bizarre. I don't, I don't know why they're so small. Or you do the, the, you know, the gym equivalent of the seatbelt extender and you grab two towels. Uh, yeah. but, you know, I think, I do think there's also something to the idea that, it, uh, you went to explore this possibility at the worst possible time of the year. Yeah. Uh, if you're trying to like evaluate a new fitness place for whether you are going to want to go there for the long term, January, just like January is useless. You might as well wait until April uh, because, you know, you, you are not getting a representative picture of what that gym is going to look like. And maybe it's a little different when you're up at the super high end and you're talking about the people with the, you know, with the disposable income to spend, you know, two bills a month, you know, to, (laughs) to go to Equinox and, and maybe, maybe they're more consistent and, and, you know, maybe they're better people than me and have stronger willpower. But like, you know, the, the resolution crowd thins out, Real quickly. Yeah. Well, so two things on that. One, because you're saying that people that spend two, bu- two bucks a month. I would mention also that they have like a VIP locker room that a lot of people are members of. So they have to spend, I think, like another hundred a month for Jesus that. Jesus Christ. And then when you're in the gym itself, it was very popular. But like they had, I was, when I'm at the, the BSC, which is granted smaller, but not tiny. They have, I think, six trainers on staff. Mm-hmm. And you see the same six people over and over. Half the people at Equinox were trainers. It was absurd. Almost every single person there was having a personal training session, and those usually run over a hundred dollars a session, or oh, so. Oh, those no, no, those run to those prices at normal places. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, that's what I was getting. I didn't actually look at the Equinox sessions. My point was just that for you saying the people are spending two hundred a month, I think a lot of the people going there are spending way more than that. Right. Um, yeah. To defend myself for going in January, I was specifically looking for a steam room for sinus relief in the winter and oh, cold. I, and I got what I wanted. That Their steam room is, is nice. And apparently the BSC steam room will be fixed at the end of the month. I don't trust them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I think it would have been less busy um, yeah, and, definitely and, in by February, honestly. And I knew that. So like, I'm, I'm not... I'm not actually criticizing you for your choice. Like, also those those you know those trial passes are, are good for certain times. Uh, so like they they probably want you to, you know, 
they're giving you a pass for roughly when they would like for you to come check Equinox out, I would assume. Um, you know, I guess they think that maybe they think that if you come and see it popping and full of people, that will make you more likely to commit and well, I asked a friend to give me a referral pass, so that's oh how I okay, all right. I initiated this actually, but um, fair enough. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, talking about it, I'm like, yeah, it was pretty nice there. I did like they have Keels products in the showers, which is apparently oh, a thing ooh. that people like. Um, I I I uh, I support Keels, and they have they Keels products like out in the little. They have all the like hand lotion, body lotion, and then in the showers they have all the different things. And thanks for nice. telling me after your trial period. I, mean, I, ended. I, I enjoy a, a Keels product every now and then, but you could buy you could buy like a whole you could buy a whole fucking complement of Keels products for your home bathroom for less than one month of damn equinox so like it, it's it's stupid like that's not a real enticement you know what i mean yeah no but i think that part of it could be i mean max you've i don't want to take your example but uh you've indicated before that you know someone who uh had a car and they were paying for the car and the car was about to be paid off and they're like oh time to get a new car because they're used to the car payments so like oh i should just get a new one instead of owning the thing and so i think some people are just like well you know i go to the gym i should pay this much for the gym it's fine and don't really think about hey there are other options out there which you should i think that this is an extreme example yeah but it's just it's there and and you do it because you have been but i mean i would think you would notice three hundred dollars a month versus well, yeah or four hundred dollars a month versus whatever well that move with the car 50. is stupid that that's like it, that's inexplicably dumb but like i'm not well i'm not even here to i'm not even here to do what it probably seems like i'm doing and saying no one should ever pay for equinox like i don't i don't care live your life if that's what if that is the if that's the value that you place on having, you know, a fitness center that you like and, and is up to your, you know, standards of luxury or, or comfort or, or whatever, like, I, I, who am who am I? I'm not here to yuck your yum, as it were. I'm just saying that, like, if you if you would say, oh, but they have keel stuff, would say, like maybe maybe reevaluate that. Maybe reevaluate if that's your decision-making criteria. I think that with any of this, uh, with this focus on on fitness, and I do think that this boutique attitude is designed for a very certain subset of people, probably millennials, maybe if you want to say Gen Z as well, uh, white-collar workers, they have money, they're in urban areas— and they want to feel empowered in their in their wellness. Oh, I think you go the opposite cre- direction, not Gen Z. I think you go to Gen X. Oh well, well, I, that, the article I mentioned from WT is mentioning Gen Z as they Listen, start to enter think the about who has. But think about like who has the money to go to Equinox right now. It's not. I, I mean, a twenty. A, well, I work with a lot of twenty-two year olds sure. who have graduated with good degrees and have a good job, I think that they can do it, especially if they're in an apartment with three other people. They probably have some some extra money to spend, and why not? But my point is, is they, you know, this is a thing now where it's like you should care about treating yourself well, treating your body well. And I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not going to yuck somebody's own if they're, they're finding these places that they think are supportive and empowering because 
when and we've talked to I know Kevin on this podcast before about going to the gym and 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 having goals. Sometimes it's really hard to set goals and know where you want to go. And being in these environments, especially the group things, which I've never experienced and should try. You have people that or your soul cycle instructor who kind of have your back and are pushing you. And I do respect that. And yes. I think that that's important. And so I, I do want to be respectful of it. And the value of that is not something I, at this point in my experience, can put a price tag on. Because when I go to the gym, I just want the barbells and to go lift those. But if you need something else, I, right. that probably is worth $100 to you. Right. Look, if if you're gonna pay for a membership to something like Equinox, just like just go all the time. Get your get your money's worth. Yeah, because you probably enjoy going there. Because they, you know, if you go if you go before work, which more power to you for doing that. <laughs> I mean, damn. Uh, but yeah, you definitely want a good shower experience. Or let your uh, let your uh, coworkers know that you went to the gym beforehand. And don't take a shower. There's also that option. <laughs> Speaking of the showers, though, and I, I maybe end on this because I did find it a little bizarre. Um, the BSC has showers, and I think I've used them, and they're normal gym showers with curtains. You know, I noticed Equinox's showers, at least in the in the men's locker rooms, have these kind of glass doors, and they're fogged glass, but they're not very fogged glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what, and I... so you can you can see everyone else showering, and I thought that was a little. Just a little odd, but it kind of fits well, with. I mean, they're all gifts to the world, so just, I guess it's you know they're trying to be gifts to the locker room. I guess it's just it's just a little nod to the the olden days when when fitness was done at the Y, and you know everyone older than like thirty one just had their shit out all the time in the locker room. Just, who know. doesn't? Who That's doesn't still like... kind of how it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe forty, but like, come on. Right. Well, so an old the man end, dong. That, yep. yeah, there's no basketball court at the BSC, but there's a lot of dribbling between the legs. <laughs> yep, we're definitely ending on that. Yep, that's that's the end. That may be the end of this podcast forever. <laughs> uh, I, I, I deeply wish now that I could safely title this episode Old Man Dong, but we just we can't do that. Hey, Equinox also right. has like... Uh, racquetball courts and basketball they have all those other things too so i could see you know if you built yourself a whole package like like yoga like basketball. <laughs> oh my god i'm taking my balls and going home <laughs> all right uh so now now that we've indulged our inner 13 year olds uh let's let's move on to pierce's sorry what are you apologizing for today um well uh so a, a few weeks ago, just just after Christmas, I was I was in a a boutique store. We're talking about boutiques a lot today, and I think it's important to give uh, some some publicity to a very nice company called Savannah Bee Company, and they sell a bunch of bee related products, be it uh, honey or honeycomb or soaps. Uh, or one thing that I picked up and uh, was remarking about to the person I was with as, as well as one of the store clerk. And I said, oh, this, this is really nice. You know, I, you know, this would be a good gift for someone. Now, I'm interested uh, in what the the two of you would call this. It is pronounced, or not pronounced, it is spelled S-A-L-V-E. What What is S-A-L-V-E? <laughs> How would you pronounce that? I would probably say, uh, 
Man, that's a good that's a good question. I, I my brain wants to say salve, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be pronounced sav. Max, I think it's salve. All right, so I appreciate this. So so I am I am sorry not for pronouncing it wrong as solve because I went to public school. You know, we don't this isn't important in the public school curriculum. Um, or in the public school curriculum. Yeah, I oh I thought you said, said curriculum. curriculum. In the public oh, whatever. Words are hard. Um <laughs> I am sorry for being obstinate in the store about it being pronounced solved. Because it's like when, you know, when someone tells you something that you just, you're in disbelief, you're like, no, no, it's definitely solved. No, it's salve. And then the person who is, who is part of it is like, no, it's, it's salve. And, and I looked it up in the store because I was obstinate. I'm sorry. I know this is a very nice person. They educated me in something. And I, I should have just, you know, why, why would they lie? It's the whole thing. Why, why would you lie about this? Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm sorry for being obstinate about how to pronounce "sav," uh, which is feels weird, just like "sauna." Well, think, like apparently it's the same pronounce it. You, you have something H A L V E when you cut it in half; it's the same thing. Oh, you, you have yeah. in "sav." Yeah. So, um, but yeah, go. You know, in the winter time, you need some sinus help. You need, might need some hand help. Get yourself some "sav." Uh, Savannah Bee Company makes good stuff. Uh, that's exciting. I, I wonder if that's a company that will be generating some buzz soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'll not see all my, the, I'll see myself not if, out. Not if all the. Yeah. Uh, why don't you package that up with the other bad jokes, and uh, <laughs> then it can go where the bees are going, which is death. Apparently, oh, save the bees. God. Um, okay. All right, so uh, we we close the show as we do with a big idea from pop culture, and I mean, unfortunately, there's there's no bigger idea in pop culture this week than Kobe Bryant and his daughter dying in a helicopter crash, and and seven other people, mm-hmm. um, and and none of us are are properly equipped to to talk about you know to like to eulogize kobe probably um so i've been uh kind of meeting that need by listening to a bunch of uh podcasts of of kind of remembrances of of kobe and and uh dan lebitard uh, has a, a show called south beach sessions and uh, put one out today uh, where he did, he had like, kind of short conversations with Rachel Nichols, uh, Amin El-Hassan, and Jorge Sedano, who is, uh, who is now one of ESPN's like, NBA sideline reporters uh, and is based out of Los Angeles. And, and I thought that was, you know, they all had really interesting things to say about Kobe. No one... You know, no one uh, really let him off the hook for Colorado uh, for for his uh, for the allegation that he he raped someone. Uh, but they they noted that you know whether or not he did enough, and and I think there's a really convincing argument to be made that he didn't, and I don't think there's a very convincing argument to be made that he did uh, while he was alive to. Um, to correct that or to make up for his uh, for his actions 
you know, they talked about, they all talked about someone who grew a lot over time and made a lot of mistakes, but someone who was really invested in learning from his mistakes. And, you know, I think that's something that, you know, we all can, can, uh, can learn something from because it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard, <coughs> you know, it's hard to make like a really big mistake that alters the lives, not just of, you know, you and, and your immediate loved ones, but other people uh, that orbit around you two and three degrees separated. Uh, but should should any of us do that someday, you know, and, and make like a a life altering fuck up like you know what can you hope for besides that you get enough of a second chance to to learn from it and and try to be better so like yeah what what he was accused of was horrible and we'll never really know what happened because his accuser was intimidated out of testifying at a criminal trial um and that's that's wrong, um, but yeah. but I, I think that there's that doesn't mean that there's nothing valuable that we can learn from Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and I, I think that you you hit on and just the thing I talked to some people about right after was was that people so many people around me the basketball player the basketball basketball player in in the dark night there's the idea of you you either die a hero you live long enough to become a villain but i think more importantly and i hope people focus on is that um you know all our heroes die uh but sometimes they have long enough to become humans and the thing about kobe is that uh so much was made and i think appropriately so of of yes there are these human failings that are that are bad and you know are part of the history but also you know here he was going to a as a parent with other parents going to a a girl's travel basketball game and seeing someone become human and start to take on that role and and be a human doing lots of things being an oscar winner um i think that's really cool and and i think the people that are celebrating the human parts uh i think that's really important too and that includes looking at the whole spectrum of humanity both um, your failings and your successes and successes can be as seemingly small and normal as being a parent and so i think that that's really great that this person who was a star also became a parent yeah and and i i know over the last couple days i've really appreciated the people who in talking about him have not shied away from those failings um, one in particular that I would shout out is in a relatively unlikely place. There's this guy named Mike Sykes who does a newsletter about sneakers called the kicks you wear. Uh, and, and he, you know, he was the one, uh, who, who kind of, as I was reading things and listening to things, he was the one who kind of most succinctly put it that like Kobe didn't do enough, uh, after Colorado to to redeem himself to address what happened to make it right if that's something that you know was possible to do and now he'll never like there's never going to be a chance for that to happen and so you know inevitably 
he leaves behind a very complicated human legacy. His his basketball legacy, you know, relatively un honestly relatively uncomplicated. He as a basketball player, I will admit I didn't like him, but he was just he was one of the best. He really and truly was and and I I've had to, you know, think about that. I've I've been kind of blown away by, you know, how many of the young NBA players, uh, you know, really kind of missed Michael Jordan. Like he, he was out by what, like 2001, 2002. Um, and LeBron came into the league in 2003, but really kind of turned into a super Saiyan in 2007. And so like there was this solid five year stretch where if you were like a, you know, if you were an eight-year-old up to being like a an early teenager in that time, like Kobe was the guy, uh, and, and so I hadn't thought about that enough from a basketball perspective. So like I, I've I've really appreciated being kind of prompted to get out of my comfort zone in how I think about Kobe, both as a basketball player and as a human, in the last few days. So. Um, you know, uh, it's, I, I don't even know what you say about a 41 year old dying with his daughter. Uh, I don't know what you say about all the other people that were on that helicopter. I just, man, the world is really fucking cruel sometimes. Um, so hopefully hopefully we all get a little shot of you know remembering to to live in the moment and appreciate what's going on when it's happening and enjoying the company of people that we love so uh it's, it's no fun to to end on a a sad note like that but that is the end of the show you can find us on facebook or twitter at pretty okay pod or at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com you can subscribe to our feed on your device and podcast app of choice. If you do that, please do us a favor, leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing, or just tell a friend about the show because we'd love to share what we're doing with them as well. We'll be back again next week, as always, to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening. Bye.